0: trainer and brand builder aaron jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name
1: is megan pattison and i'm aaron
0: jensen and we are already on episode number 22 and we are back together i know we we did some little solo endeavors the past couple episodes um due to like schedule conflicts and stuff like that and so um they were fun though we got amazing feedback from my self-confidence episode and then yours in the closet was well received i was literally in the closet and i told her too because i was <laughs> like Aaron, you have to record in like a, a space that's a little more enclosed and the clothes like the racks of clothing can act as an insulator to help with outside sound but i still heard your son wiling like a little baby kid he I, is.
1: I was like do not come in the closet and it's just like mom can you fix this on my ipad like oh
0: <laughs> quarantine mom life love him for sure but yeah um and it's so crazy how last week you were i mean less than a week ago you recorded your closet episode about how covid like whether or not you believe facials are are spreading covid haircuts yes. are spreading covid
1: Everything has already changed and been turned upside down within a week. Yes. You can't keep track of anything. So no. recently in California, Governor Newsom came out and said that they will allow some personal care services to be done outside. Now, when you first caught wind of being shut down again, you looked into this. Yes, we did, because his initial rules were these services should not be performed inside so my immediate thought is like well shit let's go outside mm-hmm. when we looked it up with the board of cosmetology in Barbary they said that no you still can't do it outside because you're the laws say you can't do it mm-hmm. well then people complained and Newsom made a special exception and said that people could do some services outside yeah which if you're in, if you're not in California,
0: I mean, I don't know what part of the country is not hot right now, but it's like at least eighty-five degrees. Yeah, it's eighty-nine when I was driving over here. Yeah, so it's hot. It's hot. And, um, you know, I think Newsom thought he was giving us a bone by having us do things outside, and I was just like, Aaron, this is all you. I have no opinion on this. I was like, you go ahead and figure this out because I'm like, I feel for the hair girls. I mean, I feel for being in a cape on hot pavement with no hose to even wash your hair and having your bangs trimmed and all the hair sticking to your sweaty forehead. Like I feel for all my hairstylists. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just, if you think about it, so right now, I mean, you, was it on a Mondays with Megan? We talked about our safety protocols. Yep. We have air purifiers, um, special PPE, like everything is checks. so clean and sanitary. And then somehow I can do a facial in a parking lot and that's now cool. And somehow you're not going to pass COVID that way. If you thought we were going to pass it inside a treatment room.
0: Yeah. I'm just like, really, Newsome? Like, let's chit chat about this. Like, do you see, like, would you, do you want to get a haircut outside on a, pit, a hot
1: pavement? Do you want to do a facial? Yeah. Like, I think they either need to just shut it down fully, and I think we were absolutely missing the mark, and I know I already talked about it, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but even today, I saw patients this morning, you know, I asked my patients, what did you do this weekend? I had one girl go to a baby shower. I had another girl go to an engagement party. Another one hung out at the beach with her friends. So some, that's not social distancing. So I don't want to get into like the pros and cons of social distancing, but we know it works. So if you, I think people forget, if you're in a small social setting and you're not wearing a mask, you're not social distancing. Like that's, it's mm-hmm. black and white. So unless there, this government is going to go out and say like, you should not be social distancing and get on that micro level. Putting a facial in a parking lot is not going to help. But stay tuned everybody. Because oh, yeah. as the world
0: <laughs> turns, we will, have, you know what? We will be the best motherfucking parking lot facial you've ever had in your life. Just you wait if we decide to move forward with that. But we're not going to be talking about COVID all this episode. No, no, no. no. I don't want to bore you guys. I'm sure you're sick about talking about it. We're going to actually make this a really fun episode, kind of like a social experiment, I guess you could say, um, for topic ideas. People would DM me on the the Through Thick and Skin podcast, IG asking, you know, uh, random questions. And I'm like, oh, that's a good topic idea. That's a good topic idea. So I said, why don't you guys ask me all the questions you want? No holds barred, nothing off the table. I mean, really i don't just ask and we were inundated with questions we got some good ones here so yeah this is actually going to be a two-part episode um this is the q a uh, aaron and megan's first q a part one because we have a lot of questions to answer regarding personal business life random i mean advice whatever so um thank you everybody who, who asked us these questions. Uh, there are some that were more directed towards Aaron. There are some that I feel were more
1: directed towards me and then we're just going to go back and forth and answer them all. Yeah. Well, let's hop into it. Let's put you in the hot seat first, Megan. Okay. Okay. I got a good intro one because I'm staring at it right now. Yeah. This first question says, Megan, what are the best drink orders from Phil's? I love the drinks with mint. Okay, so Phil's is a
0: coffee – he's actually a man named Phil and has uh, created a coffee business that I first started drinking when I lived in San Francisco for school. Um, I used to go to the original 24th and Mission location, but now he has coffee spots all over the country. So if you ever – Come to Southern California, make sure to try Phil's Coffee. Or if you live in Chicago, his only out-of-state location is in Chicago over off the uh, 606, kind of like Wicker Park, Humboldt border. But anywho, Phil's Coffee, my absolute hands-down favorite, iced static with heavy cream. Uh, Phil's doesn't use half and half. They use only heavy cream, Mm -hmm. so they're keto-friendly. But then they also have oat milk and almond milk and all that watery bullshit. Um, I like full fat. And then I do stevia. (laughs) And I ask him to make it really icy, and um, Phil's Pasadena does the best, hands down. I'm I'm loyal to Phil's Pasadena. Other other locations need to step it up a bit. I'm not gonna call him out.
1: Well, but. you you do us a solid and bring it out to us in like Claremont because Phil's does not go that east.
0: Nah, they're not fucking with the 909 just yet. I mean, I, I every time I go in or if I see Phil because he's out and about like I'll see him at the Costa Mesa location. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, get one at least like in Diamond Bar or something like I know there's a lot of kids out there like at Cal Poly. And, you know, that would be would I think would frequent it or the 909. Yeah. So there's either there's one in Fullerton. And then Pasadena—that's the closest. Fills would do great nine. in Claremont. Yeah, but could you know if once the universities kick back in? Yeah, they're not coming back this semester. I know, but so
1: anyways, great. I love so it. yeah, Phil's love. please pay me for all the times <laughs> I drop you on this podcast. Thank you. Okay, let's um, jump into more uh, fun questions. Okay, let's talk about the worst date you have ever been on. Um. Oh my gosh. Okay, so
0: I have horrible dating. Well, I shouldn't say horrible because at least I get to go on dates. I mean, if I had no dates, I'd be horrible. <laughs> like I go on dates. So the, the first, the most scathing horrible date i've been on i distinctly remember i was like 21 i was in san francisco i always like older guys so this guy was like in his early 30s and i knew him just from the the bar scene in sf and he asked me out to dinner at this really cool jamaican spot and so i was so excited like i'm like oh yes i'm going out to dinner and like we, we get to the restaurant and we're like ordering everything and i was like yes i'll get the pork chop like yes i'll get the greens yes i'll have a red stripe this was when i drank <laughs>
1: a red stripe yeah those
0: beers are bought bomb- well they when i drank they were <laughs> really bomb. And so I was all like, "Yes, I'm a big girl going on a big girl date, dinner." D- Ooh. And then the bill comes and he's like, "All right, so you had the pork chop?" No. And the and we split the red stripe, so let's go ahead and split the cost of that." And like, you should have seen the look in my face. The blood had dropped because I was like, "I live off student loans." So like, I probably have $14 in my bank account and he, we're gonna, and you know, and at this point, you could like couldn't overdraft or like you could overdraft. I don't know. It would decline. Yeah. So, long story short, I don't know how I made it happen. I pretty much blacked out from the embarrassment and I like paid with two credit cards or like change and lint and pennies. And then he's like walking me to the Bart station trying to hold my hand and like kiss me. We we're like, no. And I was like, dude, we just. We just no, that was not a date like but that is just San Francisco in a nutshell. San Francisco is Peter Panville. Like I left San Francisco and moved to Chicago and I immediately was taken out to like I was wined and dined in Chicago like. Who was that old guy you dated in Chicago? Oh, we're not talking about him. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. No, no, no. We're not talking about Mr. <laughs> I thought it was No Holds Bar. No, Mr. Big. No, that's another episode. Kay. That's like a I'm going to create a Patreon so you guys can pay me for that dirt because <laughs> you know, he pro- he's probably such a weirdo. He probably listens there to There were this. so
1: many good stories. Okay. So, yeah,
0: Mr. Big. Not. We'll tease you guys with that one. I'm not talking about him, but like I moved to Chicago and like the best dates. Let's counteract it with the best dates. The best date was when I was taken out by this character of a man who was big and like big personality and loud and cuban so he like spoke to me in spanish and called me mommy and like would literally like take me out to dinner and like butter my bread like he would be like what a look at mommy he's like whatever you want mommy you want the steak you want the salad let's start with the salad and he would like plate my salad and he would butter my bread he would like feed me and then he'd be like okay now that we're done with dinner we're gonna go to dessert we're gonna go to this hot chocolate bar and this that or the other and then he would he worked at a restaurant so he would like send me food to my job. He'd send like me delivery? like snacks. He would deliver me like mofongo and like which is this Dominican like plantain dish and he would be like I figured you were hungry so he would send me like a mini cup of soup in the afternoon. He would send his delivery guys and um, Yeah, that didn't work out. But let me tell you, when I went from San Francisco, where it was all dudes being like, hey, you want to go on a date? Which meant I went to their house where they had seven roommates and lived in a closet. And and a date to them was uh, going half on a burrito, you know. And then I went to Chicago where I was
1: just like, you need those Midwest real men.
0: Yeah. Yeah." But, you know, they're Midwest men. They're transplants to an L.A. So, you know, I've had some I've had some good dates. I went on, on a date with a Mormon on accident which was
1: you told me about that (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh schnapps well it's like checklist it's like the mormon checklist right well okay
0: so he hit me up so with with dates what i do is i like to when i do online dating i do online dating to prove my therapist wrong because she always suggests i do it and i'm like i'm gonna do it again this time this round on a different app but i'm gonna prove to you that this shit is whack so i meet this guy on hinge totally good looking and um i call him because my thing is like i like to call a dude before i go on a date with them uh just to get kind of a feel and i said hey um uh he wanted to get dinner and i said oh i can't make it to dinner i have some family stuff but i can grab a drink with you and, and just let you know i don't drink which is a head scratcher and guys are usually like wait what but he was totally cool with it he's like oh that's great i don't drink either and i was like cool awesome so we meet at this bar anyways uh but it was like a restaurant bar and we sit down, and he's like hotter in real life, which never happens. He looked like Patrick Dempsey. And we sit down, and he's like, "Can I get like a bottle of the finest sparkling water?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." And so we get a big ass bottle of like Pellegrino, and we get like a cheese tower or whatever. And I'm asking him questions. I'm getting to know, and I'm like, "So, um, so like you know, what's where? Where'd you?" Um, or he was like, I lived, in, I lived in the Middle East for two years. I was like, wow, that's very interesting. Cool, so you speak Arabic, that's rad. And I was like, where'd you go to college? He's like, oh, Utah. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, how many siblings do you have? And he's like, five. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, what what university i don't know if you've heard of it byu i was like oh (laughs) shit i'm on a date with a mormon um but he ended up being really really nice and i was totally surprised i thought we were never gonna go out again but i was completely blown away when he asked me out on a second date and took me to like a middle eastern restaurant and totally flexed in arabic ordering food in arabic pretty hot it was really hot yeah but then at the end of the night he like pretty much shook my hand oh yeah at my car and i was like okay and then um and that was it i didn't hear from him again
1: so oh, okay. I have so
0: many. You guys like you don't. <laughs> well, no. we'll keep them coming. We have a lot okay, of podcast episodes. I, rather than like making this all about me. Oh, I, sorry. I don't know if we were going
1: to go back and forth or yeah. Okay, no, I think we should forth. go.
0: We should go back and forth okay. to keep you guys interested. Because what if you don't like me and you're like, ugh, why? Are we Everybody talk-? likes you, Megan. No, like, why are we talking about <laughs> Megan? Fuck. Can we talk about something <laughs> else? Okay. This is kind of funny. Okay, so Aaron, hmm. um, when is too much? When is it too much? filler and Botox. I might be addicted, but I'm also blaming COVID. (laughs) Um,
1: Too much Botox and filler is when you start to look weird or when it's consuming your life. I have some patients that come in and they start to get obsessed over each little wrinkle and imperfection. And, you know, they need, I think, some other help on, you know, what is really bothering them in their lives. But it's not If you have a trusted professional, a good injector, you can navigate where, you know, everything looks good enough because a wrinkle doesn't make you look old. It doesn't make you look tired. But if there are some areas where you can see improvement, then that's that's totally fine. It's totally reasonable. So how
0: how would you approach a client who comes in? And says, you know, Erin, I still see this little fold on my face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I need like they're obsessing about a small line on your face when you as a big picture person. How do you tell them they're crazy without telling them they're crazy?
1: Usually, I I mean, I've done this for so long that I can read that before I even inject them. But usually what I do with everybody, anyone I inject for the first time, what I tell someone is right when I'm done with them, I will tell them, you know, you things already look better, but they're going to look even better in a week or two. And what you need to do to best understand how injectables work and how they make you look better in one week in two weeks, don't look at that wrinkle we tried to fix. Look at your face overall. And if you can tell yourself, my face looks better then you're, you understand filler and Botox. If you were staring at that one wrinkle, like we're not going to obliterate your nasolabial fold, that would make you look weird. So I'm intentionally leaving a fold there to make you look good. So Mm. sometimes we leave wrinkles there because that's what's going to leave shadows and contours in your face and make you look better. So I really like hit it home with patients in the beginning. I set that expectation that we're not fixing wrinkles. We're making you look better overall. So you have to take a step back.
0: Yeah. So for some people who don't know what a nasolabial fold is, it's that line that go like where your cheek and like your upper lip area meets uh it's a line that a lot of people are like I want it smoothed out I want it not there and I sometimes I'll look at other people on on our Instagram feed and be like Aaron, they look like a pillow like they look like a pillow face mm-hmm. where it's all flat and some people think line bad wrinkle bad yeah movement bad Where it's like, you don't want everything puffed out and smoothed out. Or I think you'll look like Homer Simpson. Yes. Like where you'll have that, where Homer has that big like mouthed out, like puffed out area. And so people think like, I could still see a nasal labial fold. Please fill it. And that's probably another pet peeve of yours where people like, put it here where you're like, ho, I don't put it where you tell me to put it. I'm the one that went to school. I'm the one that understands facial dynamics and stuff like that. So people that get really, really obsessed, you tell them like, I'm not
1: going to flatten everything out. Or no, look weird. Exactly. And if you see, so think of like a really beautiful 80 year old woman, like this classic beauty. She isn't wrinkleless, right? Like she has crow's feet, but has really nice cheekbones. Like think about someone who's older, but looks really good. Mm-hmm. They have wrinkles, it's just they have the volumes, so they look. They look like they have character, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You don't wanna make it all go away. Like once you get past 40, 50 years old, you have to have some wrinkles to balance it out. So it's just really setting those realistic expectations and making sure someone understands it. And it's really educating the patient too. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I even had a patient come in today and she wanted her nasolabial folds filled and a little bit of lip filler. But looking at her, her s- cheeks were so sunken in and her marionette lines were so heavy putting a good pair of lips on a heavy, tired, saggy looking face, it's not going to make her face look better. So it's just really taking that time to educate her that, you know, we need to work on these other things and then you can work on the other parts you want to work on later. But most likely you won't have to because overall I have the expertise to make your face look better. And I tell my patients all the time, like, I will cut you off when I think you look better. And it's trusting your injector that they have your best intention at heart Mm -hmm. to let them know like, Hey, you know, you're good because Say a person comes in and wants more lip filler, and I think their lips are full enough. Me, a shitty person. (laughs) That's me. I do that all the
0: time. I'm like, Erin, I want some more. Like just a quarter syringe.
1: And Erin's like, No, I'm not. (laughs) And a good person will say no. There are people out there be like, Oh yeah, of course, because I want to make this $800 sale. That is so predatory. Yeah you know how we feel about that. Yeah. Um but yes, it's um it's over it's overdoing it when you become obsessed about it. But you can be like obsessed in a good way. Every 3 months you're like jonesing for your botox. That's totally That's me. fine. And also it's everybody. Yeah, so like if you think
0: what it what is too much filler and botox, you know, like botox, wrinkle relaxers, um Every three to four months, and then filler I do like twice a year. That's on average what most people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like aaron said, if you become really consumed by it, um, and and you can't stop fixating, go for a walk. If you Find are consumed hobby, you know, with, I'm just <laughs> yeah, with
1: facial symmetry, too, a lot of people come. In, oh like, my gosh, this side is a little bit higher. It, you you can't hyper examine it. And if you've ever seen where they do the split face of a face and they make them exactly symmetrical and it looks mm-hmm, weird, mm-hmm. you have to have little quirks. Like don't injectables will not give you perfect symmetry it does not work that way totally totally okay I'll ask you another question okay. um so
0: I keep seeing people post about this needleless lip filler what is this it's a pile of shit it is, is what it is, it is bullshit <laughs> is what it is it and you know what I wonder if there's any people people listening who perform this procedure but I, I don't care I hope they turn this up
1: I don't think, I mean, anyone legitimate. So what it is, there are these devices that what they call a pen, like a, it's a hyaluronic acid pen, and they say it delivers filler into the skin without a needle, which is okay. Uh, like, how through do you- what, osmosis? <laughs> 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 through what, you rub it on there hard enough, you massage it into Shut your it lip? In. Some kind of pressure, they claim. Well, either way, you're putting a hyaluronic acid particle, which is found in normal fillers, under the skin and they have it like i was actually just looking up like what this website actually says and they have different depths the pen can go more superficial deeper into the tissue and you know what's deeper in the tissue arteries and what can you do with a to particle block an artery exactly and cause an occlusion your lip will fall off yes and
0: what's your, what, the, what what's your what's the tech who's performing this going to do then oh
1: shit. and when you say the word tech there is no regulation on it so anyone you know could go do it there's youtube videos on how you do it yourself oh my god and i have seen i followed up with patients that i've not performed this pen but they've had it done elsewhere their face is lumpy and bumpy (gasps) we have to go in and dissolve it and who even knows it's not fda regulated so So you don't know what the fuck you're dissolving you have no idea i mean they say it's hyaluronic acid but who the fuck knows like it's not it's not regulated so if you see that like if your esthetician is doing it, a tech is doing it, you know, some girl just picked it up. Don't do it. Don't please, please, don't, please, don't. don't do it.
0: Also, the other thing I've seen from that is that there's no control. You know what I mean? Like when I look at the, the injectors that I know, they're it's the the skilled injectors that I know, it's way more than just Plumping up a lip, there's definition. There's lip border. There's shape. There's pitching. There's all sorts of science behind it. Like a hyaluronic pen that these people are talking about would not give me a lip border like Aaron Jensen. No, it
1: gives like little bumps.
0: That's the best way to describe it. It's the Kylie suck on a cup challenge, but costs you money. Done and can seriously mess you up and make your lip fall off. Because I, I I just think that stuff. When I see those, because you know on Instagram it shows like discover page. I'm like, it's not, is it really needleless? Also, what's the control behind it? Also, I, I just, please stay away from it. it. That reminds me of like those microderm pens that they sell on Amazon. When people ask us for our opinion, I'm like, stay away from
1: that. Yeah. Anything that traumatizes your skin at home, it's best to leave to a to professional. A professional. Yeah. yeah, It's funny, I just looked up this website, the Hyaluron Pen website, and it's like a little a person like a chat button how can I help you I feel like I should ask them like ask him right now what see if they answer back okay so Erin's right now on Hello. her phone on the hyaluron pen ask him like what
0: happens if this pen causes an occlusion or something hey or like what do you what kind of class what kind of certification do you need to okay I'm gonna put can I buy this <gasps> Oh my gosh, Erin is trolling the hyaluron pen chick right now. Let's see what they have to say. Okay, we'll update you guys as this as the comes episode along. goes on. Maybe we'll have it ready for part two. <laughs> um, so yeah, so to answer your question, girlfriend, the needleless lip filler, don't do it. Don't don't do it. Don't cut corners. Mm-hmm. Go come- to a
1: trained professional. Yeah. In in the U.S. an RN, nurse practitioner, PA, physician who is highly trained and skilled in this procedure. Yes. Yes. Yep. Absolutely.
0: And also note that just those those pens don't like they don't offer any sort of precision. Like when you see the before and after lips that we do, like you guys give these lips shape.
1: So many people are coming in for lips right now because they can cover it with their mask to heal. Nobody, nobody is complaining about bruising and swelling right now. Yeah, It makes my life so much easier. I know,
0: right? You're like, I'm sorry, I'm going to petition that everyone wears masks forever so I can do lip jobs. Because most
1: people will call the next, or not most, uh, some people will call the next day, even though we go into great detail about it i have a bruise i'm like duh and
0: <laughs> aaron you're like it's aaron, like i told you 800 times girl did she write back with the hyaluron pen chick right back see, on the no. chat
1: no not yet okay because nope, i'm you know, waiting i'm waiting
0: you know it's in nah you know it's on the other side of the world so they got to wake up and answer I it i
1: put can i buy this pen i want bigger lips <laughs> But I want labia
0: majoras, extra majora. Okay, but that's 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 one of our questions. Let <laughs> will oh, oh, ask you. No, this is for you. So speaking of labia majoras, um, <laughs> speaking of the other speaking of the other labios, mm. este, this pregunta is for Aaron. How to keep your lady bits fabulous?
1: Waxing, Botox. How to upkeep that area? There's a lot of upkeep in that area, for sure. Okay, so let's see. Um, okay, number one. Uh, <laughs> hair abatement you can call it so how yeah. do you remove the hair so obviously you can do waxing if you can invest into laser hair removal it is the best thing you could ever do so how laser hair did you laser hair remove yourself yeah I, I laser hair removed myself we don't yeah. do that at the treatment yes. but at aaron's old office at my old office it hurt like a bitch and i had to like psych myself after every like pulse like okay you can do this bite on a popsicle <laughs> stick it, it hurts it, it hurts it, so bad it. And just like waxing, there's more sensitive areas than others. Yeah. Okay. How laser hair removal works is that it doesn't target the hair itself. It targets the color in the hair. So typically Mm. pubic hair is darker Mm -hmm. and so it just can eat away that hair so easily. So what it does is that the laser is attracted to the color in the hair. It's sucked down to the root and it kills the root. So, you know, when you pull out a hair, you see the little bulb at the end of the hair, Mm -hmm. it destroys that. So it doesn't grow back. If you have a full series of laser hair removal, it can remove about 80 to 90% of the hair. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't leave it looking freshly waxed. But what is left is thinner, finer, grows and slower. So as opposed to getting waxed like once a month, you could go every three to four months. And it's totally, totally manageable. So if you suffer from like ingrown hairs, Ooh, yeah. it works so so good and there are different lasers that are better than others um at my old office we had a light chair that worked really really good after about six sessions depending on the skin color everything looked you know much much better Mm -hmm. the darker your skin is you do have to be careful with laser hair removal If you think about it, if you have dark hair on top of darker skin, the laser cannot differentiate between the skin color and the hair color as well. And so you there is a higher risk of being burnt. So make sure if you do have darker skin, you go to a professional that is able to provide really safe treatments and has a lot of experience with it, too. Yeah. So number. Yeah. So hair removal. You know, yeah. I mean, but to each their own. Like there's different styles now if you want to have more hair or less hair, whatever. Yeah. Full muff full muff i like a full muff
0: (laughs) (laughs) but to be honest it's just ingrown hairs it's just not worth it to me you know what i mean and yeah i think the the full bush look is coming back a little more or like a groomed look yes um that's definitely really cute um but, but would you say that like waxing from like your dermatology background is there any bad like consequences to getting it waxed down there.
1: You just have to be careful that you're not getting the skin pulled off, but no, if you're mm-hmm. going to like a really good esthetician who they just wax all day long. I mean, I think it's great. And there are some girls like, they're just great at it, you know? And yep. if you are an esthetician, if you're really good at bikini waxes, you can make a lot of money Turn because how burn. much is like an average bikini wax, like 65 bucks, yeah, 70 60, bucks and how long does it take them? 15 minutes when they're good. Yeah. If yeah. you can do three an hour, that's a lot of money yeah so a is. lot of estheticians they do shy away from waxing especially bikini waxing but if you're good at it practice on all your friends they <laughs> are like bring your coochie <laughs> let me wax it oh you can also do sugaring sugaring is another oh. way to do hair removal mm-hmm. um i mean i personally haven't done a lot of it some people are like they swear by it love it some people are like "Eh, so good i think with sugaring you do have to like get your hand all up in there a little bit more like to rub it in massage it yeah so you know don't be freaked out if some you feel like someone's getting in there a little bit more if they're sugaring you
0: so so
1: hair and and keep what were you gonna say something no i'm thinking about okay what's the next thing you need so you got your hair tight down there Mm -hmm. um there so we mentioned labias so sometimes people Everyone's labia looks different. Mm -hmm. There's labia majora, which are the larger lips on the outside and the labia minora, which are the lips on the inside. Sometimes the labia minora kind of peaks out Mm -hmm. and that's okay, that is not bad. But if it does make you uncomfortable, there are surgeries, pretty simple surgeries that you can have to remove that extra tissue. And not only like
0: aesthetically, visually uncomfortable because it's like, you know, that it's nothing to be ashamed of, but like say you're a cyclist Mm -hmm. or a fitness person and those lips and the, the inner lips that hang out, it could, like, chafe. Yes. And be uncomfortable. Yes. To where you can have it trimmed and it's not that invasive. Yes, it
1: can be uncomfortable during sex. So if it – don't think, like, it has to look like a porn star. Like, that's not no, the point of it. No, I'm not I got, about to get my butthole bleached. Hell no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, hate it or love it. <laughs> the way I bring it to you, you better enjoy it. Whether there's stuff hanging out, popping out, fluffing out, I don't care. <laughs> oh, my god But, so, yeah, so – you know love it enjoy it but i think if, that it, if it really does bother you yeah
1: so what uh, a lab- so who would you
0: go to a plastic surgeon yeah
1: or uh, some gynecologist will do it too ah. labiaplasty okay so they you can either do it under local anesthesia or sometimes or they'll do it under general anesthesia so you're either awake for it or they numb you up kind of down there with different numbing shots mm-hmm. i think just depending on how extensive it is yeah um some people do it will do it after childbirth so you can combine it where they actually you know the vagina can get stretched out during childbirth. So sometimes they will tighten that, they'll cut off or snip up the labia a little bit and just clean everything up down there. It is a decent recovery though. I mean, anytime you're having healing tissue that's been cut open, uh, one of the big complaints is having itching afterwards. So it can be really itchy for oh a few no. weeks afterwards. Be It can be sensitive. So it's not as easy as a weekend type of recovery. You know, you would want to take some time off of work for it, Yeah, but that's another way to keep that looking good. Mm-hmm. As you age, you can actually lose volume in that area too. Mm-hmm. So where the labia minora is more of these thinner lips, the labia majora is kind of the outside. And you know, as you age, it can become a little more shriveled Mm -hmm. you could put filler in that area have you put filler there i have not personally do they um,
0: teach you that in your little injection courses? No,
1: they don't. But you know, I would notice it more when I would do laser hair removal at my old office on my older patients. They definitely you get you get volume loss, and I mm. no one ever approached me. I would never t- tell someone to do it, but it's definitely something that you could do if you wanted to kind of plump up that area a little bit more.
0: Yeah, um, you should t- teach courses on that. Can I practice? Like can I total- practice on you? Mine is very full. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm gonna have a skinny, <laughs> you think i'm gonna have a skinny little clam no she's robust just like the body it belongs to okay she's <laughs> chunky and funky and that's totally fine that's the one place in my body i don't need filler thank okay, you okay okay i will if, save it but for if you you know skinnier friends or they want to you know visually or if you have money to burn you know maybe yeah. aaron you you might be you know there's might a, might be an untapped market for that you could start doing injection
1: courses Possibly. On that. I remember, um, okay, let me tell you a little story back in my PA days. So when you are, a, this is kind of unrelated, sorry, off topic, but still related to the vagina. When you're a student, you have to learn how to do everything, right? Yep. So you have to learn how to do everything for the first time. Draw blood, do an eye exam, do a pap smear, okay? Oh. Who do you do, do your first pap smear on? Who do you think? A family member? <laughs> no, no. So the teacher? No. <laughs> How awkward. No, so there are actually volunteers actors that that is like their job is like they they let you learn like a pap smear on them or a prostate exam. So there's a group of usually a small group of students, like four to five students in a room Mm -hmm. with this chick up in stirrups, and you're in there as a group and you're watching one by one everyone doing a pap smear. Oh my gosh. The most cringe worthy thing, one of the most cringe worthy things I've ever seen in my life is one of my male count students in my class it was like he was like shoving that speculum to her throat oh my god <laughs> like
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i i just clenched i just clenched
1: my my kegel and i just look around like it do you even know like first of all when they do it right it is uncomfortable right mm-hmm. but let you alone just, he was shoving. i wanted to be like dude Calm did, the, did the instructor be like you need to slow down with that you it, no down. it's actually this this uh, actors were really cool because you know they're just like whoa 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 that's my ovary that's my cervix like they knew their body parts so well yeah but I just thought like dear lord like has this guy ever like handled that area because you got to be more gentle than that like what are you thinking oh my god! so like god bless those people that we learned Pap on the first yeah. time, and prostate exams too, like sticking your finger inside. Oh my goodness! A booty. Hey, feel, whatever. You, the prostate.
0: Whatever you got to do to pay the bills. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for work, you may you might be able to be a prostate exam model. Yes. An actor. So okay, so they also asked about Botox in the area. What Ooh. would Botox be used for in that area?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, a s- more more um functionally sweating we've shown we do some it on some of our patients on instagram we have a fitness model who does it you can do botox around the groin area to prevent groin sweat Mm -hmm. um you know it does take a lot to improve the sweating in that area um so i mean i think it really has to be worth it to you it's not just something like oh yeah let me just add it on it's not like adding on a lip flip you just don't add on groin bo- botox um, but it can help with sweating in that area too
0: so there's it's when people say like botox and filler for the face you wouldn't say botox and filler for the vagina necessarily
1: to keep it from <sighs> keep it youthful no no because Botox works by preventing a muscle from moving and movement of muscles makes wrinkles in certain areas like the face, the upper part of the face. Botox prevents the, the expression of the frown, the forehead lines, the eyes. There's no muscle moving down there to make it look older or saggier or not as efficient mm-hmm. you can use it for some like bladder conditions that's something i'm not totally versed in but you put botox down there for other reasons not aesthetic reasons
0: oh so like if you if you wet if you tinkle when you laugh or something yeah they can do it for the they muscle. can inject oh mm-hmm. god
1: mm-hmm. okay just like uh, your IED, you know oh god please that's psd <laughs> ptsd um yes yeah, so i think making sure you're with any functional issues working with your gynecologist urologist a plastic surgeon um i would say more the study things are going to be more in the hair region mm. that's what we we would be more helpful with yeah yeah too. okay cool cool
0: um so kind of speaking okay you know it since it's down there since we're in that area the lower part of the body uh, this is a question from one of our followers i know you guys do botox for sweating down there but does kybella work for inner thighs to slim them or is it just your chin for your under chin
1: yeah what kybella is kybella is an acid deoxycholic acid and it's found naturally in your stomach so when you eat a fatty food deoxycholic acid will break down the fat that's in that food so your body can break it down and absorb it or excrete it so when they created kybella in a lab they use that same acid to inject into a pocket of fat to be able to break it down so your body can absorb it and make it go away. Permanently. Um, permanently. It, it destroys fat cells and makes it go away permanently. When something goes through FDA approval, they they do um, testing and you know these controlled tests to see, is it effective? Is it safe? So whenever they do that, they have to be very specific in their test where it shows how much product they used, what area they put it in. So when something comes out with an approval, it's not just, you can use this thing to fill the whole body or, you know, uh, dissolve fat over the whole body. So we use it off label for lots of other areas. It just wasn't FDA tested that way, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of as industry standard. You can use it in a lot of areas. You can pretty much use it on any part of the body, but it, it it becomes not cost effective in certain areas. It's really great for little areas where you want to pinch a little part of fat, like under the chin, like the jowls. But if you go into it where like inner thighs stomach glove handles liposuction is going to be way more cost effective actually sometimes less downtime because kybella swells kybella gets really swollen yeah you can come out spending you know ten thousand dollars on kybella when you could have got liposuction for eight thousand and it's does in one session and it's more um more effective that way
0: yeah and also you know like three thousand pricks from kybella if you're mm-hmm. doing a big area where life was just a
1: yeah i remember i was at a <laughs> conference one time and this surgeon gave this um showed his uh, a treatment that he did with like 60 vials of kybella on someone's stomach and they had to take him to the or to semi-sedate him because it was so painful i'm like dude no, is why? this
0: real <laughs> like, i was like did you get all that kybella for free he, like why would you do something like that you guys you if you guys haven't followed us yet i've done kybella like five times <laughs> And I'm very sensitive to it. I'm pretty much like crawling out of my skin and I get numbed up really well. Yeah. But like Kybella on your stomach, also, I feel like the control behind it is a little, you have a little less control than, say, with a lipo. Mm-hmm. The lipo is you have a wand under the skin yes. that can get
1: really almost shaping. If you want a little pocket to just, like suck down and shrivel up Kybel's great. yeah kibel Ky- is great for that yeah but when you want to like contour stomach or like even your inner thighs or like lipo. your love li- yeah oh lipo lipo yeah. all the way lipo or just eat better i'm just kidding sure. i would never say that I've had, i had lipo before had oh yeah lipo. how was it you didn't know that i think i did i think yeah, yeah At your old i did office. yeah my old office my old boss did it oh it was so easy yeah i'd recommend it to anyone
0: yeah for me I feel like you know lipo I would rather lose a little more weight before I get lipo to like refine some other parts of my bod you know Mm -hmm. um that's just my personal choice you know we're pro whatever yeah whatever makes you feel good whatever you want to do okay
1: so how about you ask me how
0: about you ask me okay
1: let me pull let me pull these up here okay hit me oh I'm semi surprised okay (laughs) let's see okay Okay, let's talk about skincare brands. Gripes with skincare brands, like false expectation and how marketing fools us. Oh, my gosh. Well, I get,
0: I I can't tell you how many times I have to, I'm about to comment on something, and then I realize it's from the treatment account and I erase it because I don't want to get dragged and I don't want to like ruin your reputation. But um, <laughs> for some reason, maybe it's because big brother is recording everything I say, but like I'll, I'll, like an ad will pop up for like Hanicure or something that promises like results that only a, a bleph would provide, which is an under eye surgery for like bags under your eyes or, you know, this will cure cystic acne, like really, really hyperbolic claims that Gets me the most, and like, not to drag any particular brand, but um, you know, there's a certain skincare brand that sells uh, you know, hyaluronic acid serum for eleven dollars and ninety cents, and I, I, I mean, w- what percentage, what type of medical grade, you know, quality goes into that? Like, I understand being price con, price conscious is is a big deal and comparing and stuff like that, but also kind of knowing like what you're getting. I just, I hate that. I hate that. Um. You know, like people are promising like like when they say like, Botox in a bottle, I'm like the only Botox in a bottle is called botulism, whatever the thing is. That's <laughs> Botox in a bottle yes. that is going to, you know, when people are like, oh, do this clenching exercise, clench your teeth and chew on this piece of plastic and you'll get a neck lift. That stuff bugs the heck out of me. You know, mom buys that shit all the time. I know. right? know. Bless my mom. Although my mom is my mother has a daughter. Who <laughs> can inject anything she wants Peel anything she wants And my mom's still like I bought this thing called Hanicure. And I'm like mom That's just Elmer's glue When she glue. told me that
1: I'm like mom how much was that She's like $150 I'm like oh. At the L.A. County Fair. Oh, my like, God. What the heck? My mom, my mom just likes to support local uh,
0: entrepreneurs. Yeah. So she, she'll she buy that kind of stuff. But, you know, just like the, the long-term effectiveness of stuff, you know, everything that we carry is, uh, you know, medical grade. If, you know, and Erin and has also always been super realistic about what things can promise. We're never going to promise you the results of a surgery in a bottle. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's just, it's, it's never going to be that way
1: have you found during quarantine like you have really i mean you're pretty good at this already like hyper focused your spending habits like i find myself yep. buying so much less shit oh yeah like less crappy clothes less quality shit my quantity. toys yeah
0: no i i marie condoed when we went into co- uh, quarantine i marie condoed my place and i have like eight pieces of clothes in my closet right now like i seriously have a few like black tie affair dresses that i just keep in rotation but like you know somebody's wedding that i was in their wedding i wear it to the next person's wedding Mm -hmm. but honestly i'm same with my skincare stuff yeah like i have a really nice lineup right now that i really really feel what are you using
1: what's your products in your (laughs) should i name
0: brands or should i wait till they pay me (laughs) You can drop like a okay. review. I will because they gave it to me for free. So <laughs> I use the SkinCeuticals um, glycolic acid cleanser. Um, and okay, so in the morning, I use my Simply Clean cleanser. Then I use my glycolic acid pads by the treatment. Then I use um, C plus AHA, my antioxidant. And then I put on a physical sunscreen. Right now, I've been using the Let's Get Physical tinted by us. And then at night, I cleanse with Simply Clean. I uh, do H.A. Intensifier by SkinCeuticals for plumping. Then I use the resveratrol, which is a nighttime antioxidant. Then I put on the AGE eye cream. Then I put on Latisse on my lashes. Then I put Latisse on my eyebrows. And then I uh, go to bed on my, my ergonomic pillow.
1: <laughs> you got and- your routine all good.
0: I know. It, re- it feels really good when yeah. I don't have a social life. I mean, did I do this when I was out and about hitting the town? No. No, because you would go out to like three in the morning. Yeah. I would just. Oh, you should see my pillowcase. It was disgusting.
1: (laughs) Your eyebrows look good. Thank you. I know. You got so many compliments on your story yesterday. um, They're super freaky, right? Your new glasses pop them out even more because it looks like the black of the frames looks like the brow. Yeah. Yeah. Like makes it extra thick.
0: I'm keeping them. I'm keeping them chunky. Are you
1: going to get them like cleaned up?
0: A little bit yeah this was just kind of like a first it's a, round. It's a
1: brow girl's dream who are you going to let touch those I brows
0: know. I don't know maybe I'll have a, a challenge oh. kind of like a whether it's like a physical challenge like a like a you know mud runner thing where I make them like run around or maybe a mental challenge like scavenger hunt but um,
1: they yeah, find your brow brows we got a <laughs> lot
0: of brow girls that follow us so I don't know I feel bad well, I don't know one, one to of pick. the
1: topics on our upcoming podcast is like live bikini wax so maybe they could do that when it's legal to not do it out inside and not a parking lot yes
0: yes yes maybe i'll bring two waxers one can wax each lip (laughs) and who does it the quickest you could you could rate it you could be like the left lip looks very clean and trimmed and it'll be a challenge i'll be like and the challenge is you have to shape it into a four-leaf clover and then you're like oh my god and and you only have 20 minutes to do it time and then the
1: the gun goes off. Do you know there's a Guinness Book of Records for the f- most bikini waxes in eight hours?
0: No way. Who was it? I don't know. I bet but she was in Vegas? We tried
1: to do the most Botox injections done in like eight hours, but they came back because they denied it because it was too um, dangerous. If I'm sorry, a bikini wax, a quick bikini wax, I think is way more dangerous what? than a Botox treatment.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe we could do that in the in the future. Get in the world Guinness World Book of. <laughs> records so why don't we ask so why don't we ask one more question okay since we got so many we want to break this up we don't want to inundate you um so what about the uh
1: okay you pick okay for you yeah uh let's see aaron's choosing from the list of questions okay let's keep it treatment related what things haven't worked for the treatment something has to have been a flop
0: is she doubting us no i'm just kidding
1: (laughs) I appreciate. okay well here's the thing too is that you you know we are very present on social media and like with anyone on social media you saw show all the good stuff out there but yes absolutely every business has flops or maybe things that didn't work as well weren't as effective so if you see someone's business thriving just know there's always stuff behind the scenes that yeah it's not always completely perfect it's like
0: clients are completely lovely clients don't always show up on time client or show up at all Mm -hmm. um but i would the first thing that comes to mind when i think about a flop was when in the beginning it when it was me and aaron we um created this like our first gift box like our first gift set (laughs) Oh, i know where this is going and um it was like a candle a tear a turkish towel all stuff that aaron really liked and she wanted to support like local so we got um this wonderful lady to she made like hand spun cotton candy Mm -hmm. so we wanted to include that almost kind of like inspired by fun fit fab or whatever the fuck that thing is and um so aaron like we got this cute little box and we put this cute little container of cotton candy but we had no idea what we were doing so we were shipping them out and people were getting the box and they're like i love it but like what is this bath bomb and it was not a bath bomb. It was supposed to be a cotton candy, but the cotton candy in shipment had shrunk Shriveled. and like dehydrated itself. So it looked like a little nugget, like, like a little <laughs> pink ice cube. And people were like, is this for my bathtub? Like, why did it come in such a big package? Like it came in a big container and no, it was not meant to be put in your bath. It was meant no. to be eaten because when we packed it, it was a beautiful little cute, um, spun cotton candy. Yes. But it was just not airtight enough, and the heat, and we just – that was a huge flop. Yeah, but no one really got that mad no, about it. No, people were just like – somebody I remember commented. It was like, is this some bootleg-ass, fat fib, fun, fab, fat box? And I was like, shut up. <laughs> and then she was like, "And those boxes are like half the price. And yeah. I was like, <gasps> she's right. <laughs> yeah, but ours is quality stuff. I know, but, you know, also when you're <laughs> fun, fat fib, fab, fab, whatever that thing is, you buy – millions of pieces what? so you could charge 60 bucks a box yes and a lot of it's donated just for pr- promotional yeah this PR was straight stuff. up a curated box by two treatment girls yes. and it was so it was a huge flop every person who complained i was like
1: i'm so sorry I'll i send think we you. just sent him a mint mask yeah like, to make up take a mint it. mask yeah can you
0: think of anything that was a floppy flip-flop
1: Ooh. This isn't a flop too much, but we are changing how our facial bar is set up. Mm -hmm. So we did have kind of the um, open concept facial bar chairs and uh, because of COVID and because it makes more sense for us to do retail in the space, we have gotten rid of the actual facial bar setup bar chairs yeah so we built rooms upstairs to accommodate more private rooms Mm -hmm. so i would say that's a concept that we tried but we found that most people wanted to do services in a private room Mm -hmm. and people really liked more of an hour-long service versus a quick hit it and quit it type of facial yeah so that's just something that we tried and it didn't really work as well as we wanted it to and it just made more sense to transition
0: and what a perfect time to transition, because yeah. you could blame it on COVID. Yeah, exactly. If we wanted to be like perfect and be like, oh, we just stopped doing the facial buy because of COVID. When really, no, it was that plus the fact that that we've learned that people really yeah. like being in a And I think people room. need
1: to be more transparent about that. You know, yeah. you don't have to be like, we killed every promotion and every this and every that. It's like, yeah, it just didn't work as well as we wanted it to. So we moved it. Yeah. And that is what it is. And we know? pivoted it. We pivoted it. Yeah. Um, what other flops I don't know of too many other flops necessarily but that cotton candy one was yeah, good that, yeah that if, if any of
0: our OG listeners from the very beginning got a lump of coal <laughs> it wasn't coal <laughs> people were just like sending pictures like my mom got her box and wants to know if this is like an exfoliant cube and I'm like tell her to take a bite out of it <laughs> and she might break a cap off of her tooth <laughs> But we wanted to support and add a little sweet treat, and we definitely learned that was a flop.
1: Uh, This is coming up in an upcoming episode, but e commerce is a whole nother beast with shipping and packing and all that kind of shit. So, um, well, we'll wrap there, guys. Okay.
0: And we will, uh, don't worry, this is not it. We have plenty more questions to answer. We're just going to break it up so you guys can chew on it and digest it a little bit more. So, um, make sure to subscribe, follow, rate us on apple podcast make sure to tell your friends to tag share the love and um yeah we thank you guys so much for asking these cute little questions we got more to come oh they're spicy next week
1: <laughs> all right
0: see you Bye, later. guys